Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. Of course, I am Wrestle Life Matt. My name is Matt Sin, and this is Indie Focus. Indie Focus is the show where we sit down with someone who is working or has worked in independent wrestling, and we learn more about them. Hashtag support indie wrestling. And today, we're here with Ariella Lynx. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? You know what? I'm doing really good. It has been a good, good day. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It was wrestling weekend. We just, uh, uh, today is August 25th. It'll be posted. This will be posted a little after that, but, uh, we watched SmackDown, TakeOver, Dynamite, SummerSlam. It's been a very busy weekend for wrestling. It sure has. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's been some good stuff. Good stuff. So we want to learn a little bit more about you. So before we actually get into the, the meat and potatoes of the wrestling questions, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do? Um, well, I was born and raised in New York City, so I grew up as a big wrestling fan, so it's always been a part of my life. Um, when I'm not wrestling, either, you know, if I'm not working, I do work a full-time job as well. You know, I like to travel, you know, before COVID, of course, you know, now we can't do anything, unfortunately. Um, I work in TV, so I always like to keep up with the latest TV shows. I'm a big TV person. Um, I like to go out, you know, I was into dance. I danced in college a little bit, so into dancing and music and stuff like that. So a few of my things. <laughs> That's really cool. Thank now, you. I also like TV, so I'm going to ask you, give me a couple recent shows that you've really been hooked with. Um, well, my big fix right now is 90 Day Fiance. So <laughs> it's such a mess. That is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing on right now. Um, yes, um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, there's not a lot on right now just because, you know, it's like summer hiatus and with right. COVID and stuff like that. Um, Lucifer just came out with a new season. I have to finish it, but yeah. I'm very obsessed with that show on Netflix. So if you haven't okay. watched it, you should check it out. I've heard it was very um, good. I'm trying to think what else. Um, what else have I watched lately? Um, no, no, I got to think, you know, I'm blanking right now. But yeah, 90 Day Fiance and Lucifer. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious. So I was hanging out with a couple of my buddies the other day. And one of my buddies just, he just out of the blue admitted like, man, I've been watching a lot of 90 Day Fiance. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's the greatest show ever. You have to watch it. So it was, so good. <laughs> it was, it was very interesting, very interesting conversation. I've never seen it, but uh, if enough people keep recommending it, I guess at some point I'm going to have to sit down and watch it. Right. Yep. I, I think it's time. You got to check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know the answer to this question, cause you just answered it, but we'll expand upon it a little bit. Uh, the question is, did you watch a lot of wrestling growing up? So since I know the answer is yes why don't you tell us about what you watched um I started watching mostly WWE as a kid I used to watch it with my dad all the time so I got into it maybe like around 1990 been watching ever since um like I said as a kid I really only watched WWE some WCW when they were having the Monday Night Wars yeah and then now in the past 10 years I've really expanded you know watching independent wrestling Japanese wrestling impact and now AEW because that's like you know since that's the new one and so I've tried to expand more in the past I would say 10 years but growing up as a kid it was mostly just WWE all right what do you so you say you watch a little bit of everything now what really draws you in what are you liking the most um I just like a little like you know I love a good story you know like a good storytelling in a match um you know, like, I want to forget that it's fake sometimes, right. you know, just like, you know, I want to be like, oh, it's who's going to win. Like, you know, sometimes when it's, you know, so I mean, sometimes predictability can be good, too. It depends. Yeah. But, you know, I just want to feel like I'm invested in it. Like, I really need to know what happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get it. Like, I'm I'm there with you. I think that uh, um, 
I've given WWE kind of a hard time over these last couple months about their storylines, but I think that mm. the Sasha Bailey Oscar thing going on is yeah. out of this world well written. Even if some of the finishes to the matches have been miserable, but the storyline <laughs> as a whole has been really good because the the nuances that Sasha and Bailey are putting in there is it's really something special. Yeah, I I would say that's probably my favorite storyline going now too with them. Yeah. They've nailed it. Like, I love them together, and Asuka's amazing. Like, she's such a mess. Like, I love it. She's just, like, screaming around and stuff. And, like, she's all business at the same time. So, yeah. like, it's really been good. So I could say, I would say that's probably, like, my favorite storyline as well right now. Asuka is probably my MVP of the COVID era. She's so yes. good. Yep. <laughs> we'll back up a little bit. You, you said you were a WWE girl. So tell me a little bit about uh, uh, who were some of your favorites as a kid. Um, all time favorite, I always say Shawn Michaels. Like okay. he's the, I would say well. he's, yeah, he, um, he's like the, I would say the reason I started watching wrestling, like, you know, watching yeah. it with my dad, like he's the one I'm like, okay, dad, I'm going to watch this with you. Cause I like him. Um, I was a big warrior fan actually growing up. I liked Bret Hart too. I know everybody says like, um, you know, Shawn versus Bret and they have that argument. Shawn, right. I will always say is the greatest, but I did love Bret Hart too. Oh yeah, um, so talented. Right. Um, Sensational Sherry is one of my favorites. I always mention her. Mm-hmm. Um, always like The Undertaker. Like, you know, love that gimmick, like larger than life. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I, w- I liked Macho Man a lot, too, growing up. Um, awesome. So I would say those would be like my top. That's four. a lot. Now, yeah. when you liked uh, Sensational Sherry, who who was she managing at the time? Um, I mean, it was a few, like, you know, she's been with everybody, but I would say one of my, I would have to say Sean, just because, you know, he's my favorite. She was my favorite them together. It was just gold. I mean, she was gold with everybody. So, but I would would have to say Sean, I guess. Oh yeah. I think that she sang his original intro, if I remember right. I think so. Yeah. That does sound right. I remember her because I watched WCW as a kid and I remember her with Harlem Heat. Yes. And she was so mm-hmm. talented with Harlem Heat. It was just ridiculous how good she was. Right. And that's what I always say, like, I love about her because she was always her own self, like her own yeah. character, but she always reflected who she managed. Like, she was different with Macho Man. She was different with Harlem Heat. She was different with Shawn Michaels, but she was still herself, but she still reflected them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's why she's the best. <laughs> yeah, 100%. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. So let's let's move into a little more about your wrestling. What lit that fire under you to make you want to become a professional wrestler? Actually, it was going to like local indie shows in my area and like getting to see the more intimate setting, getting to actually like meet the wrestlers and talk to them and um, interact with them more. And just being around that, I was like, I kind of want to get into this and like seeing the women so powerful on the indies. Because, you know, like when I grew up, it was mostly like the Attitude Era. So the women's wrestling was definitely different than what it is now. So like seeing that, like, okay, women actually do wrestle and like they could kick butt. So I'm like, okay, that's what really started getting, giving me the itch. Yeah, that's really great. And women's wrestling has changed in the WWE just in the last four-ish years. Mm-hmm. It's crazy with the four horsewomen and Asuka and Alexa Bliss coming in. It's been a very big change than the uh, Stacey Keeblers and Tori Wilsons and yeah. the Cat and nothing against them. It's just mm-hmm. it, they were there for a reason and that reason wasn't because they were talented wrestlers, right? And nothing, again, nothing against them, but when yeah. you look at Charlotte Flair and Becky and Bailey and Sasha and just, so all the tons of women on the roster now it's just amazing how far they've come yeah i agree yeah it's great so where did you train 
Um, I originally traded with um, at House of Glory with Amazing Red. Then okay. um, I took a hiatus for a while. And then now that I'm back, I'm training at Creative Pro with Pat Buck and Brian Myers. Okay. And for the uninitiated, that is Mr. Kurt Hawkins, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, current yep. uh, Impact Superstar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. How have you, how have you liked re- training at those? Those are two pretty major schools. How have you liked training there? Um, both are great. I've learned a lot of different things from both teachers. Um, I would recommend them both in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, like, you know, I mean, everything, you know, it's different experiences to say the least, but in a good way. And I'm grateful that I got the chance to work with both of them. Like I still talk to Red, even though I'm not at the school anymore. I just spoke to him the other day. So, um, you know, I'm always grateful and I'll always thank Red for helping me get my start. And now I'm just grateful that Pat and Brian have gotten me, you know, like continuing and getting to the next level. Yeah, that's great. Now, how did the schools, how were they different? Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, how do I, ex- I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. Um, I like Creative Pro now because it's a little bit smaller, like student wise. Like when I left House of Glory, there was maybe like 50, 60 students. And I think oh now God. they they have a lot more. I don't know what their number is now, but that was like the one thing like Creative Pro maybe has maybe 30 ish or something. So I like sometimes when I go, it's like, you know, it's smaller classes. You get a little more attention. Um, like Creative Pro has such a good environment. Like it's one of the few places I've been where, you know, everybody supports everybody. You know, like if somebody does something great, everybody is genuinely happy. You know, a lot of places, unfortunately, wrestling, people are like jealous and bitter and they're trying to cut each other. Like there's none of that in Creative Pro. Like the vibe is always good. Everybody's supportive. Everybody wants to help you. Everybody wants to grow. So like that I love and, you know, I can't thank them enough. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Um, So before you actually start a match, do you have any rituals that you usually do? Um, no, not specifically. Um, no. you know, I just try to like, you know, like tune out and calm down because I'm always nervous before a match. So right. you know, I just try to like, you know, like stay to myself for a minute and just, you know, you know, pray everything goes well and just, you know, hype myself up and, you know, calm myself down at the same time. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Now I'm showing on Cage Match, although I couldn't find anything online, so maybe I'm just blind. Mm-hmm. That you were also a manager, is that correct? Yes, I started my career as a manager. Yep. How did you How did you like doing that? How does it di- How's it different than actually being in the ring? Um, I love it. It was, and for at that time I wasn't ready to wrestle, so it was a great chance to you know, be a part of the show, even if I wasn't wrestling. Um, I mean, it's different, you know, the main difference is that you're not actually wrestling, but you still have an important role. You still there to do a job. You're still there to tell a story. So even if you're not taking bumps and doing the match, you know, I know that most of the attention's on the match, but the manager has a very important role. And I feel like it's helped me a lot grow, like learning just, you know, different things about wrestling and how to tell a story. Like, I feel like being a manager really helped a lot with that. Okay, that makes sense. Who did you manage? Um, the main person I managed was Ken Broadway. He's um, a House of Glory star. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a good kid. <laughs> yeah. So I want you to go back in your back in your memory banks, and I want you to tell me about the very first match you've ever had in front of a crowd, and tell me how it went. Okay, so this is a going to be a two part question because that's perfectly fine. Um, my very very first match was kind of a gimmick where. 
I was still a manager. Um, I was managing um, this guy, Smiley, who's very great, another guy from House of Glory. And so he lost his match. So I had to wrestle his opponent, um, Boris War. Look him up too. He's good. So, you know, I was still a manager. I wasn't a wrestler. Like, I literally came out in sweats and a t shirt. Like, it wasn't like, in my head, it wasn't like a match match because it was more of a gimmick, but we did like the whole thing. You know, I tried a move or two and he blocked me and beat me or whatever. So that technically is the first match that I've ever had. But I guess then my first real match where it was like, okay, you're a wrestler, you're in gear. This is actually a match. It's not a storyline. It's not a gimmick was against Deanna Perrazzo. And we've seen where she's like, you know, all over the place now. And, yeah. um, it went okay. I was surprised. Like the few people that I spoke to about it that were there, they were all surprised that it was my very first match ever. You know, they could see that I was new, but they thought I had more experience than I did. So I take that as a compliment. So I yeah. guess it went okay. like, you know, I mean, overall everything went smooth, you know, you're super new. So everything, you know, it's not perfect, but for that's the experience on YouTube, I'm surprised that that's your first match because that was significantly better than most first matches I've seen. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. I, I did. I have wrestled her a couple of times, so I'm. It might you might have seen a different one. I'm not sure which okay. one you saw, but um, yeah, I've gotten the chance to wrestle her maybe about three times. I think so. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so, have you worked both as a face and a heel? Yes. Okay. So, which do you prefer and why? Um, I like being a heel. I feel like it's more natural for me. It's easier to get the crowd to hate you than like you. Um, and you, know, you just get to have fun with it. Even though I, like, you know, now I've been working as a face at some places and I do enjoy it too, but I feel like I'm a heel at heart. <laughs> do you ever work? Cause I know a lot of times in the independent show work for multiple promotions at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you ever work as a face in one promotion and a heel in the other at the same time? Yep. That's happened. Multiple times. Do you ever get it mixed up when you're out in the ring or coming to the ring? Um, no, not usually. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine you're supposed to be like this big baby face and then you go out and you're like yelling at kids and like, whoops, yeah, right. like, oops my bad guys, my bad. <laughs> <Let's> start over. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> so tell me tell me about the apps your absolute favorite match you've ever had and tell me why it was your favorite. Oh, that's hard. Um, cause I'm always so critical of myself. So I'm like, I hate like every match I do just cause I'm like, Oh my God, you suck so much. So that's a hard question for me. Yeah. Um, it's hard to choose one, but I would say like one, a couple of my favorites, I've gotten the chance to wrestle Chris Statlander a few times before she got signed. So like, she's yeah. one of my favorite opponents. She's so good. And I'm so glad to see her on TV. Um, Faye Jackson's one of my favorite opponents, gotten to wrestle her a few times. Um, Trisha Dora, I got to wrestle once. I hope I get to wrestle her again. Like she's really good, and I'm glad to see her blowing up now. And um, Savannah Stone is another one that I really like. The match that we had for like the first, you know, first time working together. So those right. are a few. It's hard to say one, just because again, I'm always so critical of myself. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, those would be at least a few of my favorites. Gotcha. That's good. So I see that your nickname is the answer to your prayers. Yep. How'd you come up with that? So I was looking and I was trying to decide on what my wrestling name was going to be. And I saw this one name. I can't remember what the name of name itself was now. I didn't really like the name, but it had like the meaning next to it. And it said like answered prayer. And I was like, hmm. And I was That's like, cool. I knew that my character was going to be like very heel and very bitchy and sorry for the language. And like very, um, <laughs> and very, you know just like very full of herself so when I saw answered prayer and I'm like oh the answer to your prayers you always hear that saying and I never heard anybody use it in wrestling as like a gimmick thing so I was like that's it 
That's really great. That's really cool. So has your character changed much over the years or have you just kind of focused on one? You're really owning it and trying to make it your own. Um, I feel that she's evolved some, like, yeah. you know, it's like the same core, you know, very into herself. Like I'm the best, you know, I'm better than everybody, even as a face where it's, you know, I'm still the confident person, but I'm just not mean at the same time. <laughs> so I would say like, she's continuing to evolve, but still has like that same core, like, I'm better than everybody, and this is my ring. I gotcha. Yeah. Now, if I am looking at your match history here, it looks like you haven't had a match since March. Have you? Do you have anything scheduled coming up because of COVID? Because of COVID, or um, is are you guys still not able to wrestle? I know a lot of people still aren't. Yeah, I don't have anything coming up. There are a couple of shows running, like in the tri-state area. So I'm hoping maybe like in the next month or so, like I'm planning, I'm going back to awesome. training. And, uh, like, my gym just opened yesterday. I went to the gym for the first time in a couple of months. So, wow. you know, I want to get back, you know, get the routine back before I start doing shows. But okay. so I'm planning to get back to training this week, get to the gym this week. So hopefully in the next month, I can at least, you know, like more open to taking bookings and, You'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, you know, COVID is still hindering a lot. Yeah, especially in New York, because it mm -hmm. was really bad there for a while. I know that it's gotten significantly better because it's all down here now. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, it's shifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping you guys get to get back in the ring really soon. I, I know you're probably going so to do it. Yeah, I'm missing it now, you know. Yeah. Like I needed a, like a little break. I needed to rest. You know, I was like working full time. I was doing shows every weekend, trying to get to training every week. So it was like, you know, it's a lot. So it was like, you know, it was, I welcomed the break. I didn't expect it to be this long, but right. you know, so. I got gotcha. you. What's your finisher? Um, I use a rude awakening. It's like a okay. reverse stunner. If you're not familiar with it, yep. yeah. That's cool. What made you decide to use that? Um. I have a, like, a, my offense is very, like, neck-based. Okay. So, you know, I have, like, the rolling elbow, do a lot of strikes to the neck, a couple of kicks and stuff like that. And a friend recommended it to me, and, it, like, I don't see a lot of people use it. So, again, yeah. you know, just trying to do something different. And, you know, it's a simple move. You know, Rick Rude made it famous, so. Right. <laughs> Owed to him, because he was great, too. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. really terrific. Yeah. Cool. What about your theme song? What do you use? Um, this song is called High Heels by a rock group named Downstate. Oh, yeah, I know Downstate. They do uh, Cody and, and Mrs. themes. Yep. Yeah, I didn't realize that until recently, but <laughs> um, yeah. And I think they, um, Matt Cardona has a theme, a theme by them now, too. If oh, I'm really? Yeah, I think his new theme is by them. If I'm, I think I'm correct on that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yep. Huh? That's awesome. Yeah, they seem to be doing a lot of wrestling themes, recently, mm -hmm. which is great. They're a great band. Yeah, they really are. Oh, cool. So here's a hard question that a lot of people need time to think about. And if you need it, perfectly fine. If you could wrestle anybody from any point in wrestling history, who would it be and why? Well, for any point in history, I probably have to go with Sherry. Just because okay. she was like one of my all-time favorites and such an inspiration I feel like with my character to a degree you know yeah. I love like you know how I mentioned earlier like she can adapt to whoever she's with so I would say if yeah. anyone in history I would probably choose her yeah that's great mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about intergender wrestling because I'm looking at your match history and I see that you have wrestled some men mm -hmm. um what's what's your opinion on intergender wrestling um I love it personally you know yeah. um 
I want to wrestle everybody. I want to wrestle men, women, non-binary. You know, just like every there's so many talented people. I don't want it to be limited to just women because I'm a woman. And right. you know, I train with mostly men, so it's not like it's something totally different. Yeah. Um, you know, I get why some people don't like it or, you know, uncomfortable with it, and that's fine if it, you know, it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, but you know, let us enjoy it the ones that do. You know, there's so many different types of wrestling. So, you know, not everybody likes everything. So, yeah. again, I can understand why some don't. But for me, I enjoy it. Like, you know, I've had some great male opponents and I hope to have more once, you know, everything's back to normal type of thing. Right. So I love it. And I definitely want to do more once things are back. Do you think we'll ever see it on mainstream wrestling television? I don't know, honestly. It's, it's um, a difficult question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, from things that I've heard, like Triple H is not really for it. Cody Rhodes is not for it. So if the two main people, you know, two main promotions aren't really for it. Yeah. You know, it's a slim chance, but I don't know. Kenny Omega is a big, big proponent of intergender wrestling, though. Yeah. So, uh, so hopefully, know. maybe, you know, I mean... I like that it's like, you know, at least a little more like you'll see like um like the first thing that came to mind when um Baron Corbin bumped um Becky Lynch last year great. or whatever. So at least you know it's a, yeah, it was. So like, you know, a little there's a little more interaction which I could appreciate. So it's a slow start. You know, like there was there would definitely be so many intergender matches yeah. I would love to see in WWE, yeah. but I don't know if it'll happen. But, you know. Can you I don't mean to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Can you name a couple of those matches for me? Oh, dream matches. Yeah, like intergender matches. Um, well, I was hoping for Wrestle for WrestleMania last year. I was really hoping that when Charlotte won the Royal Rumble, that she would challenge Andrade just because just because you know I mean (laughs) that'd be amazing. The fact that they're engaged, but I feel like they would have such a good match. So that would be the first one. Um, trying to think who else. I have to think about it. Um. That's the first one that definitely comes to mind. I was hoping so hard. I was like, please let them do it, please. But yeah. I mean, I was very happy with her match with Rhea. So I'm not going to complain, but I really was hoping she would challenge Andrade. That's what I was really hoping for. Yeah, actually, that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, two other people that I've interviewed, uh, Shiloh and Kyle Boone, mm-hmm. they actually date in real life and they just had a match and they they had said they had an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping to be able to see that. That's going to be uploaded pretty soon. So nice. that's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you know, like now, like a lot, especially a lot of the girls, like in NXT, they you know they've come from the indies and they've done plenty of intergender. So I would love, like Candice LeRae. It's like she's one of my favorites, one of oh, my yeah. dream opponents. Like she's wrestled so many guys. I would love to see her kick everybody's butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the guys. Mia Yim is another one. Like she, you know, there's so many. So I mean, there's so many. But like the first one that came to head came to my head was definitely Charlotte Andrade. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting because uh, intergender wrestling is, is a pretty big deal in major independent wrestling even. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just, you just never mm-hmm. see yeah, it. It's big in the in, Indies, in but now yeah. and I don't. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know if it'll, if that'll change or not. I don't. Yeah. I don't know either, honestly. Yeah. I don't think but in the short term, any... maybe in long term, but. I don't yeah. think so in short term. Yeah, and like I, I think it would be cool to see like Charlotte Flair versus The Miz or Drew McIntyre or someone. I'm not sure I'd want to see like 
Alexa Bliss versus Braun Strowman is the one yeah, that I Yeah, like that's a little much. Yeah, even the size I, difference is so huge, you know? Yeah, like, and there's no, I don't, you know, no offense to Alexa, but I don't think there's any believability that she could get any type of a, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. But Rey Mysterio overcame that when he first came. I mean, yeah. no one believed in him. They said it was too small and looked mm-hmm. like a multi-time champion, so. Yeah. Maybe we'll see it one day. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have any cool wrestling stories you'd like to share? Hmm. Wrestling related stories. Oh, okay. So one stupid fan story. So, um, like people that know me know my favorite right now is um Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damian Sandow, because he was just like I loved him so much. Like his gimmick was great. Okay. So I used to always like tweet him. I was like such a mark for him. Still am, still am, because I adore that man. And I remember one time I was at a house okay. show with a couple of friends. We had front row seats. And so he came out, he was like doing like a manager gimmick with like, it was like a six man tag. I don't even remember who was in it. And so he's like yelling at people. He's like, you shut up, you shut up, you shut up. And then he sees me and he's like, no, not you. And I was like, oh, and then so he comes back around. He's like, I know you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then like the girl, there was these girls sitting next to me. They're like, how does he know you? What do you mean? And then I was like, because I stalk him on Twitter all the time. <laughs> he's such a mess, but like he's such a great guy. And like the other day I was watching him. Um, I was watching his IG live and like I commented on it. And he's like, hey, Ariella. He was like, you know, like I see that you're doing like you're like, you know, doing your thing in wrestling and I'm so proud of you. And like I just started crying. It was like, <laughs> so like he's such a good dude. Like, you know, he never took me seriously when I'm just like tweeting, like hitting on him, like being a creep. <laughs> but like I was like, he was, I always found him so talented and just misused, you know, like I wanted yeah. more for him. But so yeah, that's my silly story of the day. <laughs> so, so, so is he your, uh, is he your celebrity crush? Yeah. He's, yeah, that's the love of my life right there. He's such a good dude. <laughs> that's amazing. Right. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, I was like, he always showed me love. Like, he was just like, you know, every time if you see me in the crowd, he always like, you know, wave or something, you know. That's um, really cool. And then for him to say that, like, on his IG the other day, like, I literally was in tears. Like, oh, my God, he's proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's so sweet. You know, like, he's such a good dude. So Yeah, that means a lot, though, to people that are essentially your heroes. Right. When they, when, even if they just do something small. And I think that wrestlers are in a unique position where they don't have to do much because they're in front of people so much. Yeah. And they literally can just go by, give someone a high five, and it will make someone's day. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm sure that's one of the most fulfilling things in professional wrestling. Agreed. Because I know, like, you know, being a fan before I got into the business, like, getting, like, somebody to say hi to you or something like that is so cool. It makes your day, you know, as a fan. Yeah. So can definitely appreciate that's awesome. that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know you wrestle in a couple places after COVID is over and everything gets back to normal. Where can we see you wrestle? Hopefully everywhere. Um, okay. You know, I'll definitely be with Creative Pro because that's my home fed. So once yeah. they start running shows, um, I am the current um, PVP women's champion up in Massachusetts. So I definitely okay. will be there defending my title. Awesome. Um, 
and hopefully will be more, you know, like, you know, some promotions, I don't know when they're coming back. And, you know, one that I worked with, I don't know if they are coming back type of thing. And, you know, like there's been so much and you see like, you know, good and bad of why people are not coming back. But um, right. so hopefully, you know, like my main goal is just to travel and wrestle as many places as can be. So hopefully you'll see me everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope so. Thank so you. Give us your, uh, give us your social media. Where can we follow you? Okay, I have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ariella Nix. Okay, and let's spell that. Um, A-R-I-E-L-A-N-Y-X. Perfect. And it's the same on all three? Yep. Awesome. That's terrific. Do you have any any merch we can buy? I do. I have shirts, pins, stuff like and 8x10s. Um, the website is ariellanix.bigcartel.com. Okay, that's yep. cool. I've actually seen some other people use Big Cartel, and I've heard some good things about it. Yeah, they're pretty good because, like, you could put anything. Like, you know, like, um, some places only do shirts, but, like, with Big Cartel, you could put any type of merch on there. And if you need shirts, like, made, you can link up with this website called Printful. And, like, so if somebody orders a shirt, they'll, you know, they'll print it out and mail it to the person for you. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it works really well. They were kind of slow during COVID, but now they're getting back together. So yeah, you know, that makes sense. Though. I think everyone was having issues. Yeah, so. definitely. It's acceptable. Exactly. We'll, we'll give them a pass this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ariella, thank you so much for hanging out with us and chatting with us this past half hour ish. We really appreciate it. Oh no, thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. This is Matt Sin. This is Andy Focus. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out Ariella on all of her social media. Go buy her merch. And remember, hashtag support indie wrestling. Thank you so much. And we hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day.